Hello. Hello, Marilyn. Good morning. How are you? Mm, very early here. Yeah. Very early here. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Finally got some... Uh, we've been do, we're having a real slow motion Christmas decorating season. And mm. I think, feel like things... Mm, they didn't kick into high gear, but they're, they're moving closer to a gear. So we put some stuff on the tree last night. Some of our uh, beloved characters, you know? Yeah. Who you got on there? Mm-hmm. Well, who don't we got on there? You got any Minecraft on there? Um, is that the one with the blocks? Yep. <laughs> uh, we might. Got any um, nightmare? Mine she's, is, my daughter started watching competitive, I believe, competitive team Minecraft is something she's watching. T-E-E-N or... Okay. What's uh what's his name? Toby and Tubby. It's these English guys and they have a whole bit and, uh-huh. and they make Minecraft together. One's called Toby and one's called either Todd or Tubby. Oh. Um and they play Minecraft. No, no. Well, let's put it this way. <laughs> you know that <laughs> sounds like a Jeff Foxworthy bit. Um if you have two Uhuras <laughs> and two Sulus on your tree and an undisclosed number of Kirks and Spocks. <laughs> you might be a nerdazoid. Yeah, so I, we it, it, it's it's yeah. there's something about he's still around, right? He's still doing Uhura? stuff. Foxworthy. Mm, I don't read the trades. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just I was just gonna say that you think he's still kicking around. He the, is, he, yeah. the thing is, he's not Jeff Dunham. Those are different people. Mm. Jeff Dunham is the puppet man. He's he does the puppets. Play Jeff me Dunham. a song, you're the puppet man. Puppet man. <laughs> the ventriloquist smells <laughs> like a carnival. <laughs> and the beer bathroom smells like a beer. Let's see. And if you're married to someone with your same last name, there's a chance you're an inbreed here. That was his whole shtick, wasn't it? The, in, the yes, inbreed you might be, thing. You yeah. might be uh, a southern person. What did he say? Redneck! Redneck. That's what he said. We, I don't think we say that. No. And we say hillbilly now. Is that hill, better? We say hill William. <laughs> That's so stupid. <sighs> Who did I steal that joke from? I must have stolen that from somebody. You know, say hillbilly, you say hill William? Yeah. Gosh, I wish that was my joke. That's a good joke. It is good. Anyway, Jeff Dunham is the puppet man. And uh, he uh, gets <laughs> his drinks for free. You know? Yep. <laughs> anyway... It would be funny if there was a bar where they hired Jeff Dunham to play a puppet all night. Not not to act as a puppet, but to play it with his fingers. Anyways, uh, so that's coming along. We do have, uh, we realized, much to our chagrin last night, that we, not chagrin, to our regret, to our sadness, that we have multiple uhurai. How do you buy the same ornament twice? That's not even sensible. Now, what we don't have, we don't have... That one scene from Wrath of Khan. And now we had a chance to get that one, and I regret not having gotten that. Our new addition this year that I'm excited about is uh, uh, Darth Vader choking a guy. Oh, really? And so the cool part is the guy looks... He, well, you know the scene where... The scene in the boardroom where uh, he's talking about uh, your uh, you know ancient sorcerer's ways, blah, 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 that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He comes up and chokes the guy? Yeah. Okay, they, re- they reenact that on this ornament, except... The guy who gets choked in, in the boardroom scene is sitting in what looks like either like a chair at AA or a seat in the Death Star cafeteria. 
he's sitting there and Darth Vader comes up uh-huh. and chokes him. Yeah. Why and not? it kind of looks like maybe he just, you know, he said, hey, you know, where's Doug? And I said, Doug's at lunch. He goes, good, because I want to go choke him. And then he shows up and he chokes him, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's a new one. We have a, we have a, uh, a, a bunch that we're kind of, because, you know, we, we, uh, through the year, one will uh, buy these on one's travels when one traveled. So we've got a new jellyfish from Monterey Bay Aquarium, also featured in a Star Trek movie. We've got, uh, we've got a new one from Yosemite, or Mysemity, as my, uh, my nephew used to say. Let's go to Mysemity. How cute is that? <laughs> is that sweet? I love it. Yeah, if y'all ever get a chance, I recommend it. Go check out Mysemity. It's really a nice place. I, I follow them on Twitter. And um, what else do we... So that's the tree we were trying to... Oh, got a live tree this year. Real good looking tree. Oh, yeah? Very what? happy with the Did tree. Did you go chop Very it down yourself or... Yeah, of course. We grew it ourselves and we chopped it down. Same as our pigs and children. Mm. Oh, man, they're so tender at that age. A kid like that, you don't need all at once. That's true. Anyway, um, it's very early here. Uh, oh, yeah, so anyway, nice tree. Uh, I got a photograph. It's it's weird, though. We went, we went to the um, the tree lot this year, so we got a live tree this year. We're having an interregnum where we're trying to decide whether we want another fake tree that was pre-lit. But um, at my request, uh, nay, insistence, I said, can we please get a nice live tree this year? You know? Yeah, I, I want the I want the weirdness of, of a of a live tree. Um, and I want I want to find I want I wa- so I walked onto the Christmas tree lot and sort of like the way John Roddick would listen for his passport. I would I walked onto the lot. I touched my hand in my head and my kid said, "Don't do that. You look really weird." And I said, "Speak to me, tree. I know you're there, tree. There may be more than one of you there, but I, I want us to find each other. Let's let's work on that, you and me, tree." And this tree spoke to me, so that's what we got. We brought it home. The guy who tied it to the top of our car had a lot going on. Oh, yeah. What was his deal? Uh, I mean, he smelled like a place where a bar used to be. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. It could be dry cleaning now, but it still smells like a bar. Yeah. And he, I don't say this very often. As you know, I'm not a proud man. I'm not a capable man. I'm not a uh, talented man. Mm-hmm. But, you know... When I watch somebody who does something for a living and they do it worse than I would do it as an amateur. Oh, yeah. That's the Christmas, that's that's a Christmas gift I'll open immediately. Because this guy really, he just kept, he had some twine. He had some regular ass twine, like mm-hmm. like Woolworth's twine. <laughs> and he came out and, and it's probably from a Woolworth's. It's probably from the 60s. This yeah. is very old, very narrow twine. And he brought it out and he was, he was kind of, working with him was, was kind of like this. You know? Yeah. And so... <laughs> I think that was his, you know, sort of Star Wars Cantina cant uh-huh. for like I will tie tree to car. Uh-huh. And so he did that, but he kept tying just like little knots to different parts of the car in random places. At one point he went under the wheel well. Really? <laughs> the string was brushing against the tire. You're sure yeah, that he actually then, worked there and was part of this or I'm not. Okay. I'm not sure okay. at all. But when we got home, and my daughter and I put ourselves to the task of trying to figure out, well, basically it was like an escape room. He turned our car into a Christmas escape room title. And, and we had to figure out <laughs> how would we get the tree to another place? Because he had tied tiny knots in random places. And by this, I mean, I mean, it really, it really was like some kind of stochastic, I don't know, Bayesian approach to Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so he tied it to parts of the car that we should be able to open or close. He'd also tied it, obviously, multiple, multiple rounds and different numbers and types of knots to uh, the, 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 uh, the oh God handle or the dry cleaning handle, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I eventually had to get a knife because I wasn't going to spend my Christmas season 
un- untying knots. No, you know? no, no. I have yet to untie. You know, what if I was Romeo in black jeans? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, it's up now. I'll send you a photo if you want. I haven't put Don Corleone on the tree yet. I haven't put Daryl on the tree yet. Um, we got Chris Pine on the tree, so now it's officially Christmas. I'll send you a photo. Yeah, send it to me because I want to see what. Oh, and then also, I also want to talk about this new kind of tree that I think might be a joke. Um, Dan, where would people find show notes for episode <clears throat> 508 of your Back to Work program? Oh, they can go to backtowork.limo slash 508. But uh, nice I think it's 509. Number. 509? Remember what? when I skipped the episode by accident? Oh, Jesus, and so Dan. See, now this, this, this messes up all my arrangements. Okay. You said it was the episode uh, of Elijah and we had to leave it you did that. empty. You did that. Okay. <laughs> Let's see here. That's from Sunday at uh, 7.33 p.m. Well, you can't really see. It's got lights on it at this point. It's got Chris Pine on it. But yeah, I think you'll get the gist. You'll see it's a tree. Um, so I, I want to talk about these uh, these joke trees, but did you want to tell me about something you like? But yeah. It's almost nine minutes in now. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy to tell you about uh, LinkedIn Thank Talent you. Solutions if you'd like to oh, hear LinkedIn about them. LinkedIn Talent Solutions. Love to hear about that. Yeah, this is something that is actually really cool because I'm, I'm, it's a weird time, but I'm actually hiring someone right now. And the first thing I did, and this is a very true story, is I went to LinkedIn and I will tell you what, I was absolutely blown away at how... I'm not reading the script. This is just my own experience from it. So hopefully they won't get angry. Are you doing this from memory? I'm. You're doing this from memory. Well, yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm. Or you're doing this all right off the dome. This is all right off the dome. It's off the dome. I'm just. You're hiring for something. Yeah. That's very exciting, Dan. This is this is uh, doors are opening. You know. Doors are opening, and so I went on to LinkedIn. I posted Mm -hmm. the job on LinkedIn. And, you know, I thought, well, with COVID and I know a lot of people aren't working right now, it's it's probably going to be like really, really difficult to go through all the applicants. And we did get a lot of applicants, but uh, LinkedIn makes it really, really easy to sort through them. They have something as easy as this. There's a little button that you can click that's, that as you're going through them, you can say not a fit, maybe, or good fit. And it's really cool. Is this the way people talk about that app where you slide right and left? That's a different thing. Is it kind of like that? It's a different thing. It is, but I mean, like, the, concept, the idea you yeah. get to go through and it, you're, you're, it's a culling process where you're able to save everybody's time. Yeah. You, you get the right sorts of matches. And the thing is, you don't, you know this, you've been broken up with, I'm sure. It's like, it, it doesn't help to make it, you know, don't, don't wait longer. You're not helping me. That's We're right. not a good fit. Let's know now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I, hmm. but I, you know, this was a chance for me to like, oh, cool. I can actually really use a sponsor that we have. And it was, it was very, very easy. Just that one little detail like that. But the fact that all of these people came in through one channel, they were all in one place. And what's so cool about the way that this is set up in, in LinkedIn is you can message people within LinkedIn. And so all of the interviews were scheduled right there within LinkedIn. I didn't have to go out and do separate emails. And then it, so it keeps the conversations with the candidates. You can see all the interactions that you're having in one place. It's not like, well, we posted a job and now we've got to wait and we're going to email them back. And no, 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 it's seamless. It's all integrated. And the candidates that we've gotten have been spot on. And I just, I can't say enough about how good and seamless all of this was. So now back to the script. They want me to tell you that it's, they have more than 722 million members worldwide. They have features that help you find qualified candidates very quickly. What we did was we posted a job, but then you get 
you can do targeted screening questions. So by the time, you know, because like there's this thing right now where people will be in different places and they'll say, well, I want to move to Austin. You can put a little requirement on there that you must be in Austin. And, and they, they can't apply unless they match the criteria, that kind of thing. It just makes it so easy to find a candidate and look for somebody. There's, like I said, there's a single view on LinkedIn.com. And you can do this all from, you can do this from your phone. You can do this from your computer. It, it doesn't matter where you are. And you can interact. And what all of this comes down to is it's going to help you hire the right person faster. So when you're ready to make your next hire, you can find the right person using LinkedIn Jobs, and they have a special deal. You can pay what you want, and, and that's how it works, and you get uh, your first $50 off. So go to LinkedIn, L-I-N-K-E-D, LinkedIn.com slash back to work, LinkedIn.com slash back to work. That will get you your first $50 off your first job post, and I have to say that terms and conditions apply. So I'm using this. It was a very positive experience, and I think you'll like it too. Thanks very much to LinkedIn for making the show possible. Merlin Mann. Thank you, LinkedIn. Bach, Bach. Um, <clears throat> let's see. There's a, a joke, Christmas trees. I had, hmm, hmm. I, I, ha, I have an anecdote, but I feel like telling it would sound like I'm complaining, and I, I don't want to complain, but it, it was a funny anecdote. I, I won't complain. Um, you know, I'll toss this out as, 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 as a super pattern. We can circle back to this at some okay. point, but... Well, okay, so so in this, uh, first of all, you know, pound signed everything. Uh, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to have everything I've got in life. Uh, I'm more than lucky, I'm over lucky. But you know, sometimes, sometimes you have frustrating experiences, and I've been, I've been like, I've become interested in because I've had to become interested in this new sort of, um, I don't want to call it a customer service problem, but it's, it's the kind of, let's put it this way, it's the kind of uh, customer dissatisfaction or need that's very difficult to fill. A, cl- a classic example of this to me is I don't know if you ever had anything go wrong with like a food delivery order. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of course. Every, like we every get a time. ton of, well, okay. So we do a ton of food delivery. We do stuff like Instacart. We do tons of stuff like that. And I, I said this to my wife a pretty long time ago, but I, 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 I really, it was a bit of a joke, but now I really do believe it. Um, pretty much every one of these startup-ish, which is very difficult to say, startup-ish delivery things mm-hmm. or gig economy things, um, they're all sort of, um, designed or perhaps better put optimized for everything to go flawlessly. And as long as everything goes flawlessly, everything goes flawlessly. Mm -hmm. But if everything does not go flawlessly, you should move to another town and start over. Not only are you not getting that food today, (laughs) but like you're going to be drawn into this circle of hell. It's like a new burnt bonus circle of hell that you will be drawn into Mm. where you think that a problem is solvable. And I don't know. I've just had I've had a handful of these extreme corner cases of, of like odd delivery things over the years where it starts out as like excitement because hey food, mm-hmm. then it kind of turns into huh I wonder when that's going to arrive, which then turns into I should probably track down what's happening here, and that's when it takes that that really film noir sort of turn where you realize everything you touch is not attached to anything. Oh boy. And so you're calling, in the case of a food delivery, the classic, again, <clears throat> and I'm talking like, I, and when I say extreme, I mean extreme. I mean, there are cases where like, if I had not allowed myself to be drawn into this film noir hell, I could have moved on and done something else with my life. But I'm, I'm a dog with a bone. 
So I'm calling and calling and calling, and I'm, I'm and I'm getting frustrated that like not only is the food not here, but now I'm meta mad because now I'm I'm frustrated with how the process is. You've you've had this experience before. Yes. It could be about an incredibly trivial thing. It could be about how your newspaper gets stolen, and you're not sure who, sure who to call about it. Well, there's no one to call about it. There's not there's an unlisted number for whoever steals or mislays your paper. That you, there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> right. Right. Unlisted. <clears throat> and um, but it, it's I've had things where like I was banned from a Thai restaurant for years, um, just because of this one really terrible experience. What happened? You've never told this story, have you? Well, no, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, well, I'm, I'm working up to uh, the, the funny anecdote from last week. Um, but no, no, but I mean, it's the kind of thing where like, and there are so many examples of this, Dan. I mean, I think uh, Moises had a whole podcast c- complaining about po- customer yes, service. Yes, I recall that. You get into, the, you get into the most bizarre interactions with people. You know, the least bizarre, but h- most hilarious recently for me is when we go back, me and the Instacart person, and they, they started it, dad. They they send me uh, photos of shelves, and with the with the with the phrase "Here's what they have." Okay, that's a funny one. Mm-hmm. There's also funny ones where like, uh, let's say there's something maybe kind of medium expensive being delivered by like FedEx or UPS. Well, FedEx, and then you you talk to them, and you say, "Hey, the thing didn't arrive," and they say, "Well, did you look? Did you go look outside?" You go, "Oh, I sh- that should have occurred to me. Why don't I go look outside?" Right. So you go, you look outside. You've been through this, right? Yeah, and absolutely. they say, "Well, like, go go check next door." Like, pretty soon now, you're getting into again. It's like you're trying to crack your own password. Well, is there another number that's similar to the number of your house? And you're like, "Well, all numbers are similar. Mm-hmm. That's what makes them numbers." If we start, if you, we really, if we're going to go down the road where we both act like it's a credulous thing to say, could it be another number? Okay, <clears throat> so. There's those kinds of things. And it's funny. So in the case of the Thai restaurant, in the case of the like the 0.01% of the time, I'm telling you, Dan, just you're not going to eat tonight. You're, you're gonna, you're, if you, can either, you can either put it all aside and basically act like you've thrown money out the window and then you can get, make a taco at home. Or you could spend, you will spend the rest of your life trying to get this food that will never arrive. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, absolutely. It's I a, think, I hope you know what I'm talking about when you pursue something that you know in your heart will actually never be resolved. It's like when you find, you're taking a walk and you find a pull tab in the woods or in the park in our case. And I think to myself, I wonder how long that pull tab's been here. The answer is 1979 probably. <laughs> and, that, and, and even though I found the pull tab, I put it back down and it stays there because that's an eternal tab now. Just like your, your <clears throat> Thai food that will never arrive. I purchased a piece of hardware for delivery last week. And... Um, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you think for a long time, you do nothing, and then you act fast. And so I, I, I purchased an Apple product that was to have been delivered uh, by the delivery company Postmates, which works fine. I don't, I don't use Postmates as my primary ordering place because I think they're a little bit expensive and not very reliable, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So I paid uh, merely, on top of this rather costly hardware device, I paid uh, $5 to have it delivered to my home in two hours pretty cool yeah 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 yeah. and then um and so uh i said to my lady friend can you be home because you know your special lady or your your lady friend my very special lady (laughs) friend because you know the thing is apple apple would like drop off a hope the hope diamond 
for this certain kind of delivery. But like a, a USB cable, there has to be somebody at home and sign for it. It's mm-hmm. oddest. I, I don't know how they come up with what requires <laughs> a know. signature. But for this delivery, this Dan, $5. They deliver in two hours. Easy, peasy, lemon, squeezy. Why would I not assent to that? $5 and they bring it to my house? Come on, you know? So I said, hey, can you, can one of you be standing by, you know, to get this thing for me? Very long story short. It's been over two hours and I, I don't care. I, I'm, I'm at my office doing, doing the work that I do. And I, and I noticed it hasn't been delivered. And my lady friend says, hey, you know, is that, is that thing still coming? I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll check it. I'll check it out. And I went and I looked at the map. Now, Dan, we're well within the range of, of normalcy here. You know what I mean? Yes, I agree. The fact that it has not arrived within a two-hour window, like, don't be a jerk. That's fine. Now, the, the fact is here, this has gone a little longer than a two-hour window. I start noticing, you know, they give you the map. And you assume that the map is scientific because it is a map. I'm no cartographer, but I assume when I see an automobile moving on a grid, that is to indicate the movement of the deliveryman toward my home. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm carefully inspecting this map. And there's a thing that I notice. <clears throat> I think you're going <clears> to, <throat> I think you might feel that this was the beginning of the problem. This is my kind of my Spiegelman moment. Okay. I, I, uh, I look down, and there's an automobile on the map. And I say, oh, that's cool. Dan, should I be able to trust a map? Yes or no? I, I feel like if the map is receiving accurate data and the map mm-hmm. is updated, then you should be able to trust the map. <clears throat> I, I, I realize, I know, I accept it, that the map is not the territory or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But all other things being equal, if somebody gives you the science of a map, if somebody has a map with an automobile on it, I think it's fair to assume that that is a rough approximation of where the deliveryman is on the way to your yeah, house. Yeah, that's what it's, now, this that's is what exciting it's for. for I'm going to say you're right. That's what yes. it's for. Well, any normal person would not go, ah, maps, you know, th- those are made by like, you know, children and pinball machines. How do we get maps? We don't know. Where do they come from? They don't mean anything. You would never think that you would think it's map. There's map, there's auto. <clears throat> now, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, look at the serendipity. Look at the gorgeous kismet. He, the deliveryman, and he is a man, is right around the corner. And so I text my lady friend and I say, <clears throat> you know, uh, I'm so sorry, uh, the guy's right around the corner. And then I check back a minute later. I'm inside the, the official uh, Apple app, app location mm-hmm. for tracking your stuff, mm-hmm. Apple Store app. And he's like, he's like, he's practically standing on the house. He's so close. He's right there. Okay, I, like, literally right I, there. You check outside. I think, I think he's there. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. You know, and, and time passes. I'm like, well, you know, <clears throat> it says here on the map that he's like, like right there, depending on how far you zoom in, he's either in like North America or our yard. So, you know, anyway, he should be there. So uh, I got to the end of the story here. Dan, it will surprise you to learn that he was not there. It will surprise you to learn that subsequently I would learn over the next nine hours that every time I opened the app, A, he would appear around the corner, that first place I saw him on a map. And the second time, uh, perhaps, I would see see it jiggle a little bit, Mm -hmm. like do a little bit of like a, you know, um, white man shuffle sort of dance. The (laughs) automobile would dance a little bit, but always ended up back at the corner. Uh, of uh, a place a few blocks from my house. Now, <clears throat> here the story takes another turn. So already I'm a little bit of trouble here because it says, hey, you know, there, there's no dingus to mash on to talk to anybody directly, right? So I mash on the button for, uh, for Postmates stuff and it opens a new window 
and shows me uh, my house with a symbol on it. <laughs> and and there's nothing else really to, to mash. <laughs> right. It's just the, here's house, and then a number that just periodically changes in increments every few minutes. It adds a certain amount every few minutes, apparently through something I'm going to guess is like JavaScript. Then, so that's that's weird. Uh, at the same time, there's not a lot of ways to contact Apple about this. And I think of this as primarily an Apple, of, you know, uh, not an Apple event. That's a computer thing. But mm-hmm. it's an Apple purchase. Anyways, Dan, mm. this is where it took the big turn. Is, is I contacted the Postmates on, on Twitter. I DM'd them and I said, uh, hey, <clears throat> you know, bought this thing and, you know, it says here to contact y'all about it. And they say, no, we have a unique relationship with Apple where... We're, unfortunately, like we, you know, we do fulfillment for them locally. We, but we have we have no way to like see into your order or do anything about it. You have to contact Apple because Apple, because of this special arrangement, is able to get with our stuff, but we're not able to get with their stuff. Hmm. And I think, okay, I guess you are the delivery people, and this does feel like a delivery problem. Right. But okay, <laughs> sure. So now I get to contact Apple. Yeah. And and the buttons I get to mash on for this are very limited. You can call. The Apple Store that I ordered this from now several hours ago, that shoots me into like, what is your W blah, blah, blah number, your delivery order? Mm-hmm. Well, here's that number. It says, yes, you have a delivery. If you need anything else, let us know. Like, oh, zero, 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 agent operator, poop, poop, poop. Mm-hmm. Please let me talk to someone. Right. Now, now to solve a problem that clearly is taking place between like the street and your house, you're talking to yes. someone in another country. Yeah, and you're all and yes, and in terms of the the metaphor that kept coming up for me is, I feel like imagine you were playing uh, I don't know this is a dumb analogy, but imagine you were playing volleyball, and you had the bad luck for the ball to land exactly on top of the net, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or tennis, right? But like also imagine that no one could reach it. What I'm saying here is imagine that there are two teams and nobody can reach the ball. Right. It's maybe like a foosball is a better city, but like the, the, not only can they not reach the ball. They cannot coordinate in order to say, I'll hit the ball, and then you catch the ball. They can't do that because they, neither of them can see the ball, from what I can gather. Mm-hmm. The game is at once, the game at once cannot go forward, but technically will never end because no one can touch nor see the ball. That's my delivery. That's mm-hmm. my costly item. That's the man down on the corner. All because you just you know, wanted to like the give, give someone $5 so that you wouldn't have to go all the way out to the store to get it. Well, you know, I wanted a treat. So then, this is where the hook really got in, and this is this is this is this is the twelve hours I, I'll never get back. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Mm. And so that involves me in this instance getting click mashing on the button for for get 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 help with the person texting here, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming, you know, that they'll, they'll they'll kick me into some real high gear. I'll get to talk to some some real some real boffo individuals inside the Apple organization who'd be able to like really get me sort of set up. <laughs> right. Now it's cool. Now when I open this up, I have to tell you, it's really neat in messages on both the Mac and on, on my iOS devices. It like, it, it looks different. Like you get this dark gray thing to let you sort of know this is an official channel. It's really cool. I, I can show it to you, but it begins like this. It begins like this. Uh, about a week ago, I said, hi, I have a Postmates delivery from an Apple store that hasn't arrived. No luck calling or texting the driver. Any chance you can help? Thanks. Now, I'm going to be abbreviating a lot of this because I want you to just get the gist. But at this point, we don't have an emergency. At this point, this is, you know, 
I'm sort of doing the format of the wonderful This American Life episode, Catastrophe. Um, like at this point, the Peter Pan play is still savable. Mm -hmm. Everything is completely fine, but now we're texting. And so then I get some automated messages. You got to give me the order number. You got a billing name and billing address, last four, the telephone number. Now, you know, I already get the feeling it's probably a good idea for me to just keep this in a clipboard manager. I'll probably need this again. I did need this numerous times. <laughs> so let's to, just to get through the the proper Groundhog's Dayness of oh, it. Oh God! Do that. I send that along, and the person says, "Perfect. Thanks for verifying that." And I say, "Thanks for the help." And they they say, "I'm forwarding you the tracking info I see on my end." And I receive the first of what will be many, many, many paste jobs of this particular link. I said, yes, that's the same info I get, just that it was scheduled for delivery by about an hour ago. And they say, it does say on my end that the delivery attempt hasn't been made yet and that it's on the way. And I say, right. Okay, so should I just wait a while longer and come back here if it hasn't arrived? And Merlin, if, if, I can just, if, if I can just interject, you were probably only moderately excited to get the thing, but now you're like rabid to get the thing, right? hundred yeah. percent. You know what? Part of it is, yeah, Dan, good point. It's a little bit of the expectations game where if you say to me, this is this device that you, that you mostly, you kind of need, but mostly want. Mm -hmm. Like I could wait another few months for this. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. And you could say to me, you know, here's the thing. This is super back ordered and it will arrive in February. And you go, okay, I'll just put it out of my mind. Mm -hmm. It's just that part of this, the only, the practical part of this is I feel like I can't get on with my life in some ways here because somebody has to be at home. We got to do that. But the bigger thing is as this continues moment by moment, as I'm trying harder and harder to be kind and understanding and civil and all the things, uh, the more I start to feel a little bit crazy. So at this point, I'm, and I'm dealing, obviously I'm dealing with a cogent person. The person says, I said, you know, makes me nervous. Oh, by the way, all calls and texts to the driver, which is the preferred primary way. They don't go through. <laughs> There's no way. I get a, vo I get a voice jail, <laughs> enter the extension, and that goes nowhere. Uh. When I text the person, it says, it says it can't go through. Okay. We're almost done. And then we're just going to get into the repeat until uh, phase of this. Mm. And they said, yeah, it looks, like, it looks like the driver hasn't gotten to your part of the delivery yet because <clears throat> they're using a map. In the meantime, you can call the store phone to confirm if your order was picked up. And I said, okay, thanks. Uh-huh. And so anyway, you know, I say, have a good one. You too. Mm -hmm. And so then let's cut down here to, uh, <clears throat> now we're up to three o'clock, a few hours later. And I say, still no progress on the delivery. And Postmates said there's nothing they can do except having me contact you again. Is there anything I can do to escalate this? I'm sorry to bug you again, and thanks. And the immediate response comes, you're welcome. So then I typed in all caps HELP, and I got my original message for me to enter in all the information that I needed to give. Okay, then I receive, I say, I say agent, I say stop, I say help. Um, oh, and then they need to give me a quiz to ask me some questions. And so they send me a quiz that has to be filled out on an iOS device to tell them my name and so forth. And they say, thanks for submitting your info. Please hold while we connect to you. And he says, uh, my name is Mark and I'll be taking care of you today. How can I assist you? And I say, hi, Mark. I'm following, hi, Mark. I'm following up on an Apple store delivery, DDLED. And I say, it's pretty, it's pretty costly piece of equipment. I'm getting nervous that something weird is happening. Mm -hmm. Mark says, I understand. Let's take a look. And I said, thanks, pal. I said, do you have a web order number handy? Boom, because it's in the clipboard, right? The whole thing gets dropped in. Mark says, thank you. And then uh, that's, that's it for a while. Uh, further down, I appreciate your sharing. I'll have, I'll have to reach out to my team members for some assistance as well, just a moment. I said, thanks, Mark. 
And he says, I'm still working on this. I'm waiting on a response from my expert. And I say, thanks, man. And he says, thanks again for your patience. And I say, I, I really appreciate it, of course. Then I took a nap. And I woke up like an hour later, and I typed in any updates. And the robot said, hello. Thank you for contacting Apple Chat. My name is Jalice. We appreciate your patience. How may I be of assistance today? Now, Dan, can you guess what happened next? Mm. No. I, I told them no. I got a new person now. Mm -hmm. There's no, apparently, from what I can gather uh, pretty quickly, there's no record of anything else that has happened. It's now been, uh, let's see, what time is this? Yeah, it's been about five hours, four or five hours now since the computer was six, let's see, post, it went out for Postmate six hours ago. I said there's been no updates. I'm not saying this to complain. I'm saying you to just, I want you to be live with me in this, in this world, this Kafkaesque world that I was in for a little while. And this person then tells me, okay, it looks like it's out for delivery. Let me send you a link. And this is that Animal House moment where they want to keep sending, you know, Pinto back out to sit with the three guys at the, at the mean fraternity. Uh, order status. I said, yes, yes. The status hasn't changed in six hours. The <laughs> person says, I understand. <laughs> please rest assured. Please rest assured. We will be looking into this matter to ensure satisfaction. <laughs> Okay. And um, I said, thank you so much. And they said, no problem at all. And please feel free to chat in again if you feel the need to. I said, thanks. You're the third person I've talked with here today. But no progress. And they said, again, I sincerely apologize. Is there anything else I can assist you with today? And I said, when's my thing going to arrive? And you know what they said? No, what? Welcome to Apple. No. I'll be your live specialist for today. Oh, Hi there. I'd be happy to check your order further. Can I ask your order number? Hmm. And Dan, did I get mad? Did I yell? Did I scream? Did I jump up and down? Why would I do that? This person doesn't know what, I, what I'm going through here. It's a unique, it's a unique vision of hell to have to re-explain why you're in hell to a new person every time. So it's in the clipboard. I pasted it in. Here's all my stuff. I said, can we escalate this? And they said, thank you for providing the order number and sharing this information. Let's take a look at your order. Well, and they say, as per checking here, it seems that the store is still trying to get a driver to have your order delivered. And I said, for over six hours? They said, uh, other option we can do here is contacting customer service via phone. I said, okay, thank you. I said, ha, uh, and, and then they said, happy. So I said, okay, thank you. And you know what they said? They said, happy to help. Our automated assistant will be back with you now. <laughs> Need anything else? And then guess what? Then they pasted in the page, the, the status page again. So anyway, this was, this was just a, it was, it became not comical because it's still not exactly funny to me, but it was, it was just very, very odd. I did eventually the next day get a real human being who was kind of a pistol. He was really fun to work with. He was useless too, but he was nice about it. <laughs> well, right. Um, he had nothing for you, but he, he was, he was super nice. Right, right. Well, and also each person comes in and, you know, like they say, before we can bake a cake, we must invent the universe. Each one of these people comes along because I'm like I'm the guy who uh, you know the, I'm apparently the guy who hasn't checked to see if it's plugged in, and they're the people who are there to remind me that I should check to see if it's plugged in, and that's my day. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at one point I said, you know, hey, look, you know, this is pretty frustrating, and it's kind of costly, and I, I just I, when I say escalate this, it's most mostly so like I could I know that somebody's taking care of this, and I won't be out over a thousand dollars. That's the bottom line. Right. The bottom line is, I don't want to be on the hook for $1,000 because six days later, somebody said, well, didn't you think it was odd when it didn't arrive in three hours? 
I finally got a guy where, he, like I said, he played ball, totally useless, nice person. Yeah. And uh, and we had a, we had a, we had a very uh, convivial relationship. Of, of all of my relationships with the six or seven people that I talked to on just this text thread, mm-hmm. that one was my favorite. At one point, I said, "Can can you please you know help me by escalating this?" And and actually, I think that he might have actually quoted the line from Hail Caesar. I think he said something like, would that it were so simple. <laughs> or perhaps I wish I could. Wow. And I could just vir- imagine the person virtually like holding up their wrists as if to say my hands are tied. Yes. So anyway, that went on. Dan, I'm two thirds of the way through this thread at this point. Um, and just as an update right now, um, it's still out for delivery. Went out at 1041 um, on, uh, on December uh, 9th. Still oh up for delivery. You he's, know, just, he's just around the corner, according to the map. I, can, I has, mean, hasn't been touched, Dan. It has not been touched. Can you cancel it? Can you redo it? Can you do anything? Are you stuck? Long story short, I did. I'm being dead honest about every single aspect of this. It is literally still out for delivery now. <laughs> I, nobody ever got back to me about this, but you know what happened What's is that? then that same piece of hardware that I ordered it all underneath the out for delivery that is still on that order tracking. It is now also. Uh, uh, being delivered by UPS at some point. No, nobody ever contacted me. It's just an item, a, a second item, identical with a cost of zero, appeared, and it said that, that that'll be delivered between, I think it was the 18th and the 22nd is the delivery. Oh, God. Which is longer than two hours, but still it's better than and losing And slightly a longer than two hours, yeah, yeah. Would that it were so simple? Would that it were so simple? Would that it were so simple? I wish I could, you know? I can't, I, I can't see the ball. How could I retrieve the ball? I, at this point, all I know is that the other people sent us something that said, you have a ball somewhere, but I can't vouch for that. Would that it were so simple? Have well, you had experiences like this, Dan? Constantly, constantly. And I'll, I'll tell you when that's happening. Like, don't you feel like you're losing your goddamn mind? Because, like, And of course, I'm dead serious. I was never at any point anything near impatient because there's no point in that. From a practical standpoint, it wouldn't help me to be a jerk about it, but also is it's mind boggling to me that that was an Apple customer service experience for a thing they really want you to buy. Mind boggling to me. Yeah, and it, I know it's not their problem. It's not Postmates' problem. No, the only thing we all agree on is it's not even potentially anyone's problem but mine. And that's why I'm monkey in the middle. Well, I'll tell you what I have noticed is that something happened. And leading up to COVID, <clears throat> prior to COVID, I felt like we had reached peak delivery capabilities in this country. Yeah, everything would, was just on rails, just like boom, boom, boom. Yes. Stuff was, yeah. And if yeah, I, yeah, yeah, there used to be years ago, you would just have stuff not appear, and everybody seemed to get better. I mean, everything's every single one of the services seemed to get better, and it's you know, it's the absence of inconvenience can go unnoted. Because you, it just everything's going well, so you don't notice the friction. I totally agree with you. And uh, we had gotten to the point now where by the time that I was picking the thing out and hitting purchase, I would know, especially if it was from something like Amazon, but even if it wasn't, that whatever the shipping estimate was, I'd get it, I'll probably get it sooner. You know, I would get it even even sooner than they were saying I would get it. I that was, was something pioneered, I feel, in some ways by the late, great Tony Shea was like one of the first things I remember you hear these great things about Zappos. And one of those things was, right. well, it wasn't that I heard it. It was I experienced it. I, I, every single order I feel like I ever got from Zappos, they quote unquote upgraded the delivery and it even arrived before it was supposed to. Arrive. Absolutely. And I, I <laughs> however they did that, 
I don't even care how they did it. All I know is that it worked. And I, I was always like, wow, these people seem to really know what they're doing. It was great. And I used to joke, and I, I tweeted this once a long time ago, and they Zappos replied to me. I said, it's... It, Stuff gets here so fast, it's almost like they know what I want before I want it and have shipped it before I buy it. Because sometimes I would get it, like, I would put in the order at, you know, 7, 8 o'clock at night, and the next day, I would it would be dropped off before I was leaving. It was amazing. <laughs> and so we had reached this I know they do state. that. I, 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 know the app, or I, know that, I know that Amazon and Prime and Prime Now do that for fairly, fairly like, commodity things. Like, it's not difficult to know that somebody, somebody out there is going to want an LED light bulb. Yeah. But as far as the number of SKUs that would be required to have your shoes, do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like something like a roll of duct tape, it's sensible to have a bunch of those lying around because somebody's going to want that. But it's there's not a simple explanation for why they would have your shoes that fast. That's crazy. Well, I wanted to get a new sweater uh, and I wanted to get it from Middle of Beyond. Have you seen this site, Middle of Beyond? I'll put it in the show notes. It's a really fun... I don't fun, think I have. It's a cool site, and they've got... There, it is in the show notes. They do all kinds of... They, like, they'll go off of like horror films or weird stuff, and they make these great sweaters and cardigans, and they'll have like a Bigfoot sweater or a Krampus sweater or all these kind of like ugly Christmas sweaters oh, that you can get. I see. <clears throat> and so we wanted a couple of them. Me and, and my son wanted one. And so, you know, I put in the order. They're not cheap, but there was a sale that was going. And so I ordered it. And uh, I'd want it. This is one of those things like I've been looking at this stupid sweater for like five years. And I'm like, I'm just going to get it. I'll just finally buy it. So, again, like I know that shipping is really weird right now, but it's the communication about the shipping that's the real yeah. problem. I, it, I know it'll get here by Christmas morning. I'm not worried about that. But. If I look at, I actually was funny because right before we started the show, I was looking at the tracking. You know, the the shipping label was created on December 11th. It's coming out of La Mesa, California, right? And then on the same day, it gets picked up, and then it's in San Diego on the 12th. It's in Irving, Texas, on the 13th, and <laughs> then it says, <laughs> "You're like at least they get to travel, <laughs> right? Yeah." But here's the weird at least my, thing: at least my package gets to go places. At at 7.52 p.m. on December 13th, which was two days ago, it says that it's out for delivery. Now, I happen to know <laughs> that it can't be out for delivery because I don't live in Irving, Texas. I don't know how far away Irving, Texas is. Texas is a very big state. But I can tell you that Irving is not Austin, and it's definitely not in Austin. But why does it say out for delivery? That's the puzzle. It's, um, it's only in Austin by, by uh, Ben, uh, what's his name, uh, Crenshaw standards. Like yeah. You have a gerry, gerrymandered delivery area. Exactly. I'm actually going to look up Irving. Irving, let's, I'm typing. I'm typing. Irving, I feel like I know. Why what does Irving, Irving feel like near Houston to me? No, I know the name from something. Okay, so Irving, Irving is three hours and four minutes via I-35 North from where I am right now. It okay. is up Close to Plano. So it's basically, let, let's just call it, it's basically Dallas. That's where it is. So that's, okay. that's you know, that's a three-hour drive. That's not, that's not Austin. Mm -mm. Definitely not Austin. So there's no way that it can be out for delivery. Now, this if, if it said that it was in transit, I wouldn't care. It's okay. It's in, it's in Irving, Texas. It's in transit. But it still says out for delivery by 9 p.m., I know that's offer delivery has a very particular <laughs> meaning. Just so we're all clear here, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not the sort of cowboy that really knows these terms, it's different to say on vehicle for delivery, 
or you know what I mean, has yes. arrived at destination. Yes. You, you, you could go and find all, these all have very specific meanings. Alpha delivery has a very specific meaning. Now, in the world of UPS and Amazon, it gets even more specific. UPS will often say, on the way, in your neighborhood, almost there. Yes. And that, as anybody can tell you on iPhone Day or whatever, or Syracuse, everybody's talked about this, you, you know, it could be, Alpha delivery is meaningful, but like in your neighborhood is where it starts to get real. It might be another five, six hours or longer. That's the estimate for when it will arrive. But it's extremely great. Alpha delivery should not be happening too over far away unless you are in a legitimately rural area. Yes. And you know so, what I mean? Like, for example, if I watch my UPS guy all day long, mm -hmm. my UPS dude, dudes, dudettes, all of them, they are in like a shockingly small area all day long, just making right turns all day long. It's mind boggling when it says, oh, they're in the neighborhood, they'll probably be here any second. No way, but like, they're not, you're not gonna see them for another five hours. They have so many deliveries just in like a, say a two by two mile area. Yeah, it'll, and so then it then it changed instead of out for delivery it changed to delivered monday by 9 p.m. oh and i thought okay well it, it you know that was monday and then the next morning it said delivery delayed and i thought okay it's it's delayed that happens things like that happen and then it changed to and it currently still is delivery date unknown but, oh no no and, no 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 and no. so the latest oh, the no. latest track from it was um it was December 14th at 12.10 a.m., and I'm looking at it right now. It says, arrived at USPS Regional Facility, Austin, Texas Distribution Center. Your item arrived at our USPS facility in Austin, Texas on December 14th, 2020 at 12.10 a.m. The item is currently in transit to the destination, but it still says delivery date unknown. And it's unknown. It's not well. I would say also unknowable. Perhaps. It's like they gave up. It's like they just gave up. You know what? We're not going well, to figure this out. We'll just it'll if, get. There. If we look at this more, if we look at this more philosophically, I think there's a worldview in which one could say, "What if it's already been delivered, and I have it, but neither of us know it?" I know that sounds perhaps at least paradoxical, but I think we should believe our trackers in life and our maps and our science. And I think we need to consider what role we had in this. Like maybe not even, maybe we gaslit ourselves and there was no gaslight. Think about that for a minute, right? Yes. You know, uh, you know, uh, it must be somewhere unless it isn't, in which case it might be your fault. <laughs> I also have, uh, I have a shortcut for knowing how likely an Amazon thing is to resolve in any way. Amazon is not the prettiest website. It is not the best UX or UI experience. It's very clear that any given page on Amazon has many masters. Um, I, but, you know, <laughs> I guess they probably have some guidelines for figuring that stuff out. Dan, here's what I've learned. Um, the more it looks like a normal Amazon website that you're on right now, mm -hmm. the better the chances are that something can go well. Mm -hmm. The more you get into pages with, you start to feel like, you know, that was the end of the river, all right. Like when you start seeing heads on spikes, you know, and people standing in boats with spears, you know you're getting very near Marlon Brando. Okay? So I'm, I'm talking here about stuff like, have you ever gotten, like you go to do a return or a cancellation? Like, you know, and the buttons look really weird. The buttons look like they're from 1999 and they're super pixelated and you're like, oh, that's interesting. This is an area that nobody visits very much. <laughs> or like you're describing the delivery unknown area. Yeah. Have you ever gotten to a page... And I think everybody probably gets at least one of these per holiday season where obviously it's going to be like a weird third party thing, but you end up on this page and none of the fonts look right and they're in a weird color 
and you're like, oh, I know this. This is what it used to look like on the development server when the engineers put in their own error codes. Mm. This is this is what the error code returns would look like before we had a chance to write and format them. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. You know the kind of thing where an engineer just sets up this very basic little bit of like a, a switch or an array or whatever, and like if it fails, it returns this with this code, but it's in like in, in Menlo 98 or whatever. Anyways, <laughs> that's when you know that's the end of the river all right. You know, and then just before, we should probably hear from one more thing you like, but just before we top this off, I also have, I have one more thing I got this morning. And when I receive things like this, I'm never, I'm not quite sure what to do about it. Dan, Dan, you ever get, you ever get email from people that aren't Amazon, but it's about Amazon and your Amazon purchase? You ever get that? Oh, like if you bought something and then, um, and then it doesn't. Well, let's say if you've ordered something, mm-hmm. you know, in this case. Um, so this is, uh, I got received email here from Everyday Hugs. This is from Everyday Hugs. Oh. <clears throat> you, you've received a message from the Amazon seller, Everyday Hugs. This is the, this is the note I received. Hi, Merlin. <sighs> Thank you for shopping with us. Amazon seller Everyday Hugs requires additional information to complete your order. And then it says here, message from seller Everyday Hugs. <laughs> Hello, Merlin. This is second greeting. Hello, Merlin. Reaching out to you to, uh, provide you the status of your order. The Genie only IntelliCode garage door openers, model door opener remote you purchased ships directly from one of the warehouses of the manufacturer. Unfortunately, we received notification that they're experiencing inventory issues and the item is now back order. Mm. They were not able to provide us specific dates for restocking. That said, we regretfully request you to cancel your order so we can process a full refund immediately. And then they provide some directions here. We sincerely apologize for whatever whatever inconvenience this may have caused you. We look forward to serving you better in the future. Sincerely, Everyday Hugs. Yes, I have. And in fact, I'm looking at this right now. I go cancel my order. They, they, they request, please, that I go and we have to cancel the order. Well, so, so here's something so, that's... So they, they, they can't do it, but I got to go cancel the order. But yeah. here, listen to, listen to this. Listen to what happened here. I ordered, as you may or may not know, I've been building a um, a home uh, gym in my garage, a garage gym, as it is mm-hmm. called. And so I ordered what's called a flat bench, a flat bench. And you can you can use this as a... It sounds like two different slurs about a pubescent girl. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can use this to do bench presses. If you have like a squat rack, you can use the, um, the, the J-cups or you can use the spotter bars. Uh, or you You're can just also say words now. I just do just a lot of other things with your yeah, flat bench. balls on your K cups. And so this flat bench it was from. It's called the MaxCare Flatweight Bench, six hundred pounds capacity, forty two by eighteen point five by nineteen inch workout exercise Ooh. fitness bench, thick backrest cushion for home gym strength training. Sold by Twaki US. Twaki. And it was fifty nine ninety nine, which is pretty cheap. And Ooh. I thought, all right, I'll I'll get this one. And so. Uh, it was supposed to be delivered by December 9th <laughs> and it hmm. was not, it was not delivered and it went through the whole thing where it was, you know, it was out for delivery, but clearly it it, it wasn't. And so I actually have a friend uh, and she works at FedEx and I gave her the tracking number and she got back to me and said, you know, it actually looks like it hasn't even been picked up yet. So I thought, well, you know, that's. That's not obviously going to get here. So I found another bench very similar that would be delivered the next day and I ordered it and it showed up the next day and I assembled it and I've used it like five times since. And this one still 
had not even like indicated and it still says it still says yeah. that it's expected by the 9th and so i got in touch with them and then i got the 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 funniest hold on let me let me see if i can find this twacky if i can find this email in there and see what they said back to me oh dear customer thanks for your email <clears throat> since there are too many goods for warehouse and fedex to issue the delivery is delayed mm. We want to apply $5 to make up. Would you mind oh, well. waiting for about five to seven days? Looking forward to your supply. Sincerely, May, M-E-I, service team. And, yeah. and, and I went into the thing and I said, uh, I said, no, it did not help me. And I said, no, you may not do that. Uh, please cancel the order. But what's weird is be, Amazon isn't letting me cancel the order. I had to, uh, like... Right to them. It might be another. It might be another stuck ball situation. Yeah, I mean, because you know, if you think about, well, think about somebody coming. To, I don't know. It's one of those things where I like. I one of my dumb analogies for something like it's like canceling your cable because you didn't like tonight's episode of Friends. Like it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> or like, why don't you know? One time I was dissatisfied with this Apple device. Like, why don't they cancel the TV shows and just make me happy? And you're like, well, that's not really how that works. You nailed it, though. I know you're not done here, but just just to give you credit, you nailed it. It's communications and clarity of language because like what if we what if all of us for the sake of argument were to understand that the the, the just the like sort of me with the error codes like what it says at various points are words that are attached to some sort of a state but they, they're not reality it just reflects what the computer thinks is happening and then how that's communicated and what can be done about it are absolutely the problem right i mean it's not i don't want to sit here and have some kind of um uh, some, uh, you know, uh, structuralist argument about what the three words out for delivery means. Like the nobody, we, nobody should find time to right. do that. Right. It's more that like we forgive or don't even notice a problem when everything's going well. What is it like Syracuse says, you know, about Microsoft success is the best deodorant. And like sometimes that becomes a problem because you don't discover until too late that you stink because you, nobody had been close enough to smell you until recently. And that, I think that's, you're describing here what the problem is. I mean, on the technical level, it's that we have come to associate success and meaningfulness with these certain sets of words, when really those words, there could be a reason that those words displayed. There could be a reason that automobile on the map is in the wrong place. Like, who knows why that happened? But like, it, it just further, I think it's, it can and should make us more sympathetic, especially people like me, to become more sympathetic about the about the idea that like the com the computers are not people, and the people who are in a position to help are probably way under resourced. I mean, my wife and I will will joke around about the way of various the, the various Instacart deliveries have gone, but like I would never leave somebody a bad review on Instacart. Who knows how many different people like idiots like me they're shopping for right now. With all that said, though, these companies that have benefited, and certainly we, the consumers, have benefited from things like fast delivery, low prices, but they've benefited greatly from automation, from the gig economy, from all these kinds of things. And like, I don't think it's unreasonable to expect them to be at least somewhat responsive to the constructive idea that like, this could go better. So if it seems in some ways like I am just extremely archly trying to throw my friends at Apple a softball here, mm -hmm. I am. I mean, you should feel free to reach out to me, but... To quote the, the great President Trump, this should never happen to another person. You shouldn't have to spend six or nine hours. You know what? I got a little bit of dough, and I, I, I could afford that thing uh, that's still out for delivery from six days ago. That could have really ruined, wrecked somebody's day. Yeah, for sure. And then week.
Yeah. Like if you ordered a piece of, like, what if we took this as seriously as they would be delighted for us to take it, which is like, oh my God, I have to have the new hotness today or my company will fail. Well, just, you know, heads up here that like, if that, because that for me was a nice to have rather than an absolute need to have, at least for now, like, you know, I can have fun with it and laugh about it, but like, that's really crummy. That's a really crummy experience, especially when somebody paid a little extra to have it in this less period of time. I'm I'm not trying to be Johnny Privilege bow at my feet, but I am saying like take the hint, guys. Like when they, when people have this kind of experience, I have a feeling they tell more people than when they have a great experience because it's not as funny as a story of a story. That car's still right around the uh, corner from my house. So it's right now, creepy. literally, it's literally on the map. According to the map, the man he always the thing is he'll make a little progress. He'll I think he's nervous. Maybe I don't know. He used to be a fan and now he's not. He, he gets right up to the house, and then a minute later, he's back like a few blocks away. Maybe he's shy. Yeah, have you I hope thought he's about like, going I hope he's eating to, and like drinking water. To approach him, have you considered that? Well, go, go like, uh, I could do like what they call doorstepping. Yeah. Uh, step dub, high, high timing, big facing. I would go and I would confront him at the car. Not confront, Sir. just approach. Not confront, comfort. Comfort, front. Dan, would you uh, please tell me about a second thing you like? I would love to tell you about Bespoke Post. Say it again. Bespoke Post. Bespoke Post. Yes, two words. Bespoke Post. These guys, they have an all-new lineup of of what they call the Box of Awesome. It's a collection for guys, and it is guaranteed to upgrade your life they have showcase pieces that'll like uh, like help you with your indoor hosting skills. Bespoke post. Yes. They make the they got the they got the alcohol things and they got yes. the carving knives. Yes. They got all the cool stuff. I know them. That's yeah. bespoke post. They oh, only post. send it, it's designed for guys and they only send guys mm-hmm. the best stuff every month. It doesn't matter what you're into. They have this box of awesome things so it, it'll have you covered. They've got style and grooming, they've got barware, they've got your your cooking tools, they've got outdoor gear, they've got Tons and tons and tons of really cool stuff that they send you. I really dug the um, this set of car- – because I never had carving. The one carving knife that I had is like from a billion years ago. And I thought, you know, now I'm going to have the opportunity with the holidays here to carve. So that's the one that, that I picked. And they really have really great quality stuff. And what you do is you take this <clears> – excuse me. You take this quiz at boxofawesome.com and your answers help them pick the right box for you. And they have a new box that they release every month. There's tons of different categories. It's free for you to sign up. You can skip a month. You can cancel at any time. And each box costs only 45 bucks, but it's got over $70 worth of gear inside. So you're getting almost double the bang for the buck. And this is stuff that's really cool that guys really like that's really easy to, to, to say, yeah, that's the thing that I wanted. It works really well as a gift. And I was just impressed with the quality of it. I wasn't sure what to expect, but I really like this stuff. So here's the deal that they're offering, Merlin, for our listeners. 20% mm-hmm. off your first mm-hmm. monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and you'll enter the code back to work at checkout. So one more time, it's boxofawesome.com. Back to work is the promo code for 20% off your first box of awesome. So uh, I'm happy with this. I think you guys will like it too. Thanks very much to them for making this show possible. Merlin, man. Bok, bok. A lot of nouns. Yes. <clears throat> wow, that was a mess. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Out for delivery. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the automobiles are still there on the map. I think you walk out and approach. Walk out and approach, <clears throat> but like do do it slowly like I'm a hostage negotiator. Like, hey, hey, hey we just... And then get, hand, you, get you, your pizza. You put your hands up. You you mm-hmm. uh, well. First, step one: unholster your weapon and lay it down oh. on the on the concrete. Then you put both okay, your like hands. Turning. Yeah. Then yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you place both it. your hands up in the air in a sort of supplicant sort of a gesture, as if as if you would say, "I have no knowledge," and sort of walk up toward him like that. And what say, if I did sort of the the, the Jeff Lebowski like bowling alley dance? That, I think that was put stretch, how he stretch, stretching his... Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What condition my condition was in. Yeah. Like, I think that would really put them in... <laughs> Maybe you dress like the dude, and they know that you're not a threat. Yes. You, you bring out the lady with the Viking helmet? Yes. And then sniper. Pew. <laughs> That's right. Yep. <laughs> Get the computer. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I bet it's soiled by this point. Ooh. No. It's sealed. You think you keep it nice? Yes. Is it going to be like, well, yeah, by me, it might be a little bit of a castaway type situation. Yes. Now, there's a good example. Like, you worry, like, oh, when's my thing going to get here? And you're like, yeah, but poor Tom Hanks is talking to a ball. Right. Tom Hanks has you know? your package on the island. He's got your package hanging. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, let's button it up. Okay. Okay. I love you. I love you too, Merlin, man.